Welcome to the Downey Live Wire, a podcast by the Downey Patriot newspaper. My name is Eric Pierce, editor of the Downey Patriot. Our guest today is a familiar face, uh, a familiar voice, Alex Dominguez, staff writer. How are you, Alex? I'm doing well, and uh, Happy New Year, Eric. Happy New Year. Are you a big resolutions guy? Not at all. I'm realistic. I know within two, three weeks, they'll be out the window. I'm with you. I'm more of a pessimist, I guess. I'm not very optimistic or whatever. I don't know. So I don't really make resolutions. I have vague goals that maybe I might touch throughout the year, but probably not. Probably not. I like that you're honest about it. Um, Alex, you know, we're going to talk today about 2023, um, what might be happening in Downey, but I think more so um, what we would like to see in Downey. Yeah. You wrote an article last week. Uh, we, we posted it on our Instagram, our social media. You got a lot of feedback. Yeah. Uh, basically things that, we, that you want to see in Downey. Yeah, you know, Eric, you did uh, these types of articles uh, first. I, I mean, I've been here, what, seven years now, and I think you were doing them back then. And then once I got a little bit more familiar with the city, it was a tradition I kind of just jumped on. I don't think I even asked for permission. I think I just wrote one and, and piggybacked on it. Um, but it's, it's something I look forward to. It's actually one of my most uh, looked forward to stories every year because it's kind of fun to think about, okay, where are we now and what could we see in the future? It's fun to look back from like a few years ago and kind of see what what we wrote about, what we wanted, what we hoped for, and whether it happened. I know one thing a few years ago I was always kind of harping on was the the quarter of Downey and Florence. Florence specifically was just terrible. And that actually happened. It happened last year. The city actually fixed Florence, so that's actually done. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that, that, that that's nice. Um, let's go down your list and kind of talk about a few things that, that you mentioned. I, I want to see if we agree, if we disagree. I want, let's, let's talk about it. Sure. So uh, the first thing is pretty standard. Uh, this, Admittedly, I felt like if I didn't put this on my list, I would be in trouble with somebody. But uh, I said stability. Um, I even said the first thing I say in the... In, in that paragraph is okay let's get the obvious one out of the way first right um and you know i think we're already well on uh, on our way to that uh last several years and i mean you know as well as as journalists as as residents of the city it got kind of painful to watch um yeah. it, there was a sense i mean i've said this multiple times there was a sense of who's driving the ship uh i think in my article i said uh, we just wanted to stop the bleeding and um, I, it feels like we're, we're well on our way to stability now, and that starts with the hiring of a new city manager. And it was just a, a few weeks ago that I think that application window closed. So we're, we're well on the way. Yeah, you know, so I, I've been in Downey for 20 years and covering the city of Downey. And, you know, 2021 was probably the worst year in terms of local government for Downey, there was so much turnover happening, mm -hmm. and it, it was it was chaotic. And I think you know you know I, I agree. I, I think Downey is going to be changing. There is going to be stability on the way. Um, I would disagree a little bit. I think it actually starts January thirty first with the recall election. Uh, that's when voters will decide whether to recall Catherine Alvarez or not. 
stability is going to happen whether she's recalled or not. Yeah. At least that issue is going to be behind us. And I'm, you know, honestly, whether and whatever happens, I'm looking forward to this being behind us uh, personally. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's hard for the city to move ahead when when you have this kind of um, instability on the city council. It makes it almost impossible to hire a city manager when you don't have a stable city council. Um, so we're going to have, so voters are going to decide, Catherine Alvarez, the city council is also going to decide on whether to appoint somebody for Blanca Pacheco's seat. In District 1. And I know you have some pretty strong opinions about this, too, on whether or not that's even going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen. You know, my personal opinion is I hope they don't appoint anybody. Uh, there, You know, you wrote an article last week outlining a couple of the candidates. Um, you know, this person is only, is only going to fill a temporary position until November. And I don't know. I would prefer that they keep the seat open in November and let the voters decide then who they want to to sit on the city council. It's too political. Yeah, it's just really kind of clunky timing considered considering everything going on, everything that's already happened. It's just, like I said, it's kind of clunky for, for uh, lack of a better word. It is. You know, it, it's interesting too because, so the city council, the biggest decision that they're going to make this year is to hire a new city manager. Potentially, it could be three people who make it because... If Catherine is, is recalled, and if the city council can't decide on whether to appoint somebody, that could be three... It makes it a three-person city council. Yeah. That's kind of crazy to think about. Um, but, you know, I, you're, you're 100% right. I think once the city council hires the city manager, you know, the city can start moving forward. Because right now, Downing's kind of in a holding pattern. Mm -hmm. They he can't really do too much right now. Uh, you know, Mark Scott, the temporary, the interim city manager... He, he's experienced, he's very smart, but, you know, he works four days a week, and he, he's... It's also not his job to move the city forward. He's... No. It's yeah. his job to be the guy in the holding pattern, so... You're right. Yeah, it's... It's almost apples and oranges, you know? You're right, you're right. Um, yeah, you know, and it sounds like the... Whoever is down in the next city manager, it sounds like that's going to be kind of a quick process, uh, so we'll see that sooner than later, so it'll, it'll be interesting. What else is on your list? Uh, so my next one, a, uh, I have it down here, a bigger spotlight on Downey Historical Society. Uh, and I, I almost want to add on to that and say better utilization of the Downey Historical Society. Uh, how many times, let me ask you, Eric, how many times have you heard that Downey loves its history, treasures its history, values its history? All the time. How well do you think Downey does all that oh it's terrible it, it's, <laughs> exactly. it's something that people love to say oh we you know i love downing's history or whatever and then you look at the reeves mansion and go what the yeah. there, there's no historical preservation ordinance there, there's no it, it seems almost like there's a disdain for for the history it, it it's fun to say i guess it's fun to reminisce it makes you feel good it. saying it it does but but you, you know you're you're right because the historical society over it's over um which park is it apollo apollo park it's you know they do such a great service for the city of Downey. and it that's what bums me out i don't even remember how i got first connected with the historical society i mean obviously it was through the paper somehow um but i don't i couldn't tell you the story or whatnot but through my years of getting to know uh, Bob and, and the Historical Society and, and 
I've just really grown to love and appreciate that little site. But the thing is, it's a blinking, you miss it site. It's mm -hmm. tucked in the corner of Apollo. And I was almost thinking about it. Uh, have you ever seen that uh, that show Storage Wars where they, they yeah. open up the storage bin and it's just packed full of, you know, God knows what? I love Storage Wars. Yeah, me too. And that's almost what the Historical Society reminds me of. When you, have you been in recently? It's been a couple months. Yeah, it, I mean, you go in and they're packed full to the brim. And don't get me wrong, packed full to the brim of great, wonderful stuff. Really cool stuff. But they need they I they need a bigger space. I think um, they they could use uh, more young. And this is not a jab on on the members, but they've got a, a handful of young individuals who they think is their core of their future. They could use some more. There's just there's a lot that I think the historical society could benefit from. Uh, and I mean, if I had it my way, uh, you know, I, I remember, I remember once having a discussion with, uh, of all people, Ben Dicko uh, at uh, the science center. And he was talking about the science center being this place where, you know, uh, the just buses full of kids coming in on field trips and, kids coming in and hanging out and doing their homework and learning about science after school. Why couldn't that be the same thing for the historical society, but on the historical sense? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's just my, my two cents on it. Uh, I, like I said, I, over the years, I've grown very attached to this historical society. Um, and I've always been a historical or a history nut anyways. So maybe that's just a little bit of my bias, but I would love to see them brought more into the forefront. Man, I, I, I agree. And, you know, there's been talk over the years of, of finding a new space for, for the society, and they could really use it. There, there is such an asset to the city of Downey. You know, between us, I've always kind of viewed the, the Kaufman wing over at the, at the promenade um, as, as it's empty. You know, that could be a really cool place yeah. uh, for the historical society. They need something more. They're, they're such an asset to us, and I want to see them, you know, thrive, you know? You know, I didn't put this in my article, but I've had conversations with uh, the president, Bob, uh, Bob Thompson, and he, he's told me about other historical societies in other cities that have closed just because there's a lack of support, lack of people to carry the flag forward. I would hate for that to happen to uh, Danny Historical Society. Yeah, you know, even here at the Patriot, you know, we'll get people come into the office sometimes or we'll get emails from people who have some, you know, downy memorabilia or whatever, and they want to donate it to the to somebody and, you know, we'll direct them to the Historical Society. But so many times they have to say no because they don't have the space for it. Yeah. It's a space issue. Um, you're right. I, I, I hope it I hope it happens and. I don't, I don't know what we can do or how we can help. If there's anything we can do, I don't know. Let me just, and I, I know we're wrapping this point up, but let me just say this. If you're listening, if you've never been to the Historical Society, it's right there at Apollo Park. Like I said, it's kind of blink if you miss it, but it's over by the um, playgrounds and the new field. Just go one, one, one time this year. Just go, walk around, learn something, and I'm, I guarantee you'll be glad that you did. Yeah, and you know what? And shout out Bobby Bruce. She's uh, she provides a column for the Downey Patriot, mm -hmm. uh, things they didn't know about Downey, which is really kind of cool. Um, so th yeah, they do great stuff. 
What else? What's on your list? Uh, my next one is a more small business established by young entrepreneurs. Okay. Uh, specifically, I think of places like OG Collectibles. Um, you and I are both a bit of gamers, so yeah. uh, we talk about OG Collectibles a lot. Um, they actually have an event coming up that I, I'm planning on attending. Um, They're over on Firestone and uh, Lorena, like in that strip mall. Yeah, over just across the street from Del Taco. And if you've never been, awesome store, uh, retro video games, Funko Pops, other little collectibles. They do a lot of signings and autograph signings now, which is kind of cool. But um, so shout out to them. But I think of uh, stores like them. I think of uh, Brick LA, of course. you know, didn't exactly have the best year last year, but it's still kicking despite of it. Yeah. Um, you know, really tragic happened with uh, Sebastian. But uh, I, I think of Brick LA, I think of Gypsy Queen, which we covered a couple years ago. You just, I love those, and this is nothing against some of our older, more experienced, seasoned, however you want to call it, uh, you know, business owners, but I love those places. Um, you know, I'm 30 years old. I love those spaces that are put together and put out there into the city by people my age or younger. I think that really gives us a peek into the future of the city. Yeah, you know, it's cool to see people, downy people, young downy people investing in their own community. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are people who are opening storefronts that are investing their their, their savings and they're, they're trying to make it work here in Downey. I agree 100%. And it's kind of nice, too, to, to support these small businesses that are not these corporate, giant corporate chains. You know, yeah. you're supporting a real small business. And, you know, it's funny because you look around places in Downey and you kind of envision where something could go, you know. Mm-hmm. There's space available in Downey. And there's a need for a lot of things, too. I, mm-hmm. I think maybe we'll get into that a little bit later. But, um, yeah. so, yeah, that was just, it's kind of a, a broad net, I think, that I casted on that one, but... Uh, I like young people, uh, young residents, or, uh, you know, even if they're not in the city anymore, if they come back, uh, establishing their their footprint in the city. So far, we agree on everything on our list. Is it going to continue? Well, I will say I caught some flack for this next one. Uh, Target. Target. You wanted to see a Target in Downey. I... That's what you said. Yeah, I, I do. You need to own it. I, I do own it, but I, I think there's a lot of people who jumped on me and said, well, there's already one in Southgate, and there's already one in, well, there's two in Norwalk. I agree. But every time I go to Target instead of our Walmart, I feel just a little bit guilty because that's money leaving the city. Mm. And I think, and I, I know the, the locations are not great because we're already kind of surrounded by Target's. But I just think if if that's the if that's the case, um, then I think there was a missed opportunity to maybe bring a target into uh, the city. I think a target would do really well here. Mm-hmm. And every time I go to Norwalk or every time anybody else goes to Norwalk uh, or Southgate or whichever you know, target you go to, that's just tax revenue leaving the city. Yeah, and you know, so the Target over by the 605 freeway, I don't like it. I feel like the it, it's small. The parking's kind of, you know, cramped a little bit. I try to avoid it. I don't know. There's not really a good Target around here. And I, I it would be cool to have a Target here, but I don't think... Yeah, I mean, we're surrounded by Targets, I guess. 
um, it would be nice to have a nice target. And, you know, so a little funny factoid about me and my family, we're, we're target fiends. We love target. And so when we go on trips, like, um, you know, we, I just got back from Hawaii as you know, one of the first things we did is we went and checked out the target just to see what was different. How, how was it nice? Was it new? What, you know, and I think, like I said, I think a, a target would thrive in Downey and maybe that ship has sailed, but, uh, well, you know, there's still space over by the by the promenades. I guess you, you never know. I, I I don't I don't know. It might be oversaturation. I don't know. That's more of a city planner kind of question. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You know, funny thing, I tend not to go into into targets anymore. I just do the drive up. I order on the <laughs> okay. app. I drive up and they, I have it bring it to me. I hope that continues. I think that was like a pandemic thing that yeah. they kind of introduced. But I hope they keep it. I don't know. It's. Antisocial, I guess. <laughs> I try not to. Um, interesting, but you got a lot of um, flack on it. I was, yeah. I was shocked, but you know, that's the great thing about uh, an opinion piece is uh, you can agree with me or you can't. I get, yeah. I mean, and I get it because I mean, you know, it's right over the bridge and on Firestone, you know, and I mean, nobody likes to drive into Norwalk, but you know, I guess we will for, you know, for for, for Target, Target or for Costco, yeah, you know, for that matter, you know. Um, funny, yeah. Yeah. Anything else on our list? Yeah, um, and I think, I know we're kind of running out of time. I think the next two could we could kind of clump together. Um, what, Stonewood Mall is in just such a sad state. Um, I remember when going to Stonewood Mall was an, an outing. It was an event. I, it was something, you know, as a kid, I would ask my mom, can we go to the mall? You know, and... Now, Stonewood Mall is where I go when I just don't want to get up and go to Cerritos or I don't want to go to Lakewood. And um, I I think I use the term glorified swap meet. And uh, to be fair or to be completely honest with you, the only time I really go to Stonewood, I have a friend, uh, uh, a good friend who works at the Hot Topic there. And if I want to go say hello, that's when I go to Stonewood. Oh, hey, you know, how are you doing? Yeah. Um, And... For as much flack as I got with Target, I there were a lot of people who I think jumped on this, on this train. So I think it evened out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Eric? You know, I, I feel like the city of Downey needs to start making preparations for whenever Stonewood goes away. I mean, malls in general are are disappearing. I don't know how much more life Stonewood has. And I mean, Sears is closed. I mean, and that's a huge property. And so much that I feel like so much of Stonewood is wasted on parking space, especially like in a corner over by Sears and even behind like JCPenney. You know, you know, people aren't going to like this, but I think that's a fantastic opportunity to build housing. We need housing in Downey. And I just kind of see it and I, I picture like a community like, like the Groves over in Whittier. You know, they they built a very nice like retail shopping complex that incorporates housing and restaurants. Very nice, very kind of upscale. I could see that happening in Downey, and I would like to see Downey start making those preparations, kind of start having those conversations. Maybe they have, I don't know, but I, I think we need to start kind of. I I don't want Stonewood to close and we're just completely caught off guard. I don't know what's going to happen there. I just it's hard for me to see a scenario where the mall is successful. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, and I said that too in an age of uh, in my article. I said in an age of online ordering, 
or online shopping, you know, maybe it's it's too late to ask for a revamp of the mall. I think there's still maybe a, a, a glimmer of hope. I thought uh, what was it, Rock and Brews was a great step, and I mean we don't, we know how that turned out. Well, you know, well maybe people don't even know because I don't think people know that Rock and Brews closed. Yeah, over the pandemic. I mean, they didn't last real long. No, they didn't. And to be fair, um, I. I stopped going there because I could be the only person dining in there. It would still take me an hour, hour and a half to get out, get my food and get out. They were yeah. slower than slow. But um, I I just, I remember a time where, like I said, I remember a time where the mall was something fun and exciting. Maybe we're past that. But as long as there's a mall in Downey, I think it needs to be given some TLC. And maybe you're right. Maybe it does close. Uh, maybe it's time is limited. But... Uh, Especially, you know, when you see Lakewood and Cerritos, you know, those are better malls. You know, they're not great malls, but they're better than Downey. Mm -hmm. Downey's just kind of sad, you know. So, I, I don't know. It, it would be interesting to see. And it's, it's private property, you know, so it's, it's privately owned. Yeah. It's, the city can't just go in there and do whatever they want. Um, I don't know. It, it seems like it's been kind of hanging on and... Well, and you mentioned Cerritos and uh, Lakewood, and that was, I guess this kind of ties into my, my final point on in my article was there needs to be more um, family-oriented entertainment options, things for teenagers to go do. Um, like, uh, you know, I think Lakewood has a round one. Um, what, see, what is a round one? I've never been there. A round one, it's um, bowling and an arcade um it, i think there's like karaoke rooms uh so there's like uh it's just like a place to go and hang out and okay. it's like i said it's family entertainment uh maybe like a dave and busters or a um like a trampoline park i was just thinking too you know i don't know if you've ever been to the mall in uh, buena park off a of beach oh yeah it's an awful mall i mean Awful. It makes Stonewood look fantastic, but it's got a trampoline park at least. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it did a few years ago. I don't know if it's still there, but it, it's uh, it had a trampoline. It has a trampoline park. Um, the only time I go to that mall, I'll tell you, is when my nephew has a birthday party over at John's Incredible Pizza, <laughs> and I dread it. But it's, even then, they've got a John's Incredible Pizza. And it's, it's not, that's nothing to brag about. I know, but it's like, it's it's something. It's something. You know, I, I think about Stonewood. It's like, okay, what's the what's the cornerstone of Stonewood? What's what's the thing to really bring us in? It's like, okay, we've, we've got a BJ's that's been there forever. And, and don't get me wrong, I love eating at BJ's. I love their pizza. But it's, it's is that really our big, shiny, like, come to Stonewood, you know, or... Or it's Buffalo Wild Wings, you know, like yeah. is that really our? Well, yeah, no, you're right. Inside, we keep harping on Stonewood, but like Sears closed. On the other side, the other anchor is J.C. Penney. How long are they going to be around? Yeah, who knows? I mean, I, I, I don't know. So yeah, you want to see a more family-friendly type of entertainment? It's something for the kids to do. I, um, when I was a teenager, I was constantly leaving the city. I think it would be you know, for my entertainment. I think it would be great if we uh, if we now, brought do, them back in. Do do kids? I don't know. Like, do teenagers even go out anymore? Because you know, when when I when I was a teenager, this is we didn't really have internet. 
we just kind of we, we went out because we had to i feel like kids today are just going to be on their phones you know and world of, uh not world of warcraft oh dear lord um what is it uh, minecraft minecraft yeah. i mean do teenagers i don't know like uh, I, 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 oh, I, I, I don't know Okay, well, maybe I should word it like this. Maybe I want things in the city so that if we can ever get kids off their electronics, they have somewhere to go. Yeah, yeah. I guess the closest thing we have would be, what, like a golf and stuff. And that's Norwalk. That That's Norwalk, you know, and I don't know. I hate crowds. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't like people, I guess. Last time I went to golf and stuff, it was just like, it was so packed with people in there. It's... It, it, it was kind of annoying. Um, I don't know. I see what you're saying, though. Pe yeah. Did people agree with you? Um, it seemed like, I mean, they didn't agree with me as much as uh, as the putting something in the mall, but there, there was a handful of people who said, yeah, the kids need something. Yeah. And I even, I, I had to laugh at this. Uh, somebody said, uh, made the comment, I don't know if you saw this, but he must be a youngster because when we had Stonewood, we had this and that. We'd go to the ice cream parlor and we had a movie theater. And it was like, okay, well, I didn't, you know? Yeah. And so, um, yeah. It, you know, it, it might make sense to have something over, like, at the promenade because you have a movie theater over there, too. Mm -hmm. and I can see, I guess, kids, you know, going to see a movie and then going to do some sort of, I don't know. And that's the thing. It doesn't have to be anything huge. It could be laser tag. It could be... Uh, an escape room. Those are big right now. Um, it doesn't have to be some big, you know, megaplex kind of deal. It can just be a little storefront thing. Even as uh, silly as it is, there's this little shooting gallery now, the little BB gun shooting gallery in in the mall. Again, going back to Stonewood Mall. But I I, I uh, tried one of those out not long ago, and it was fun. You know, yeah. just blow. Ten bucks on a thing of BBs and shoot at targets. It was fun. <laughs> you know? That that's funny. Um, good good list. Good list. I don't know how many of those are actually going to come true, especially in twenty twenty three. Well, it's fun to think about. It least. is. It is. It, it, you're thinking long term, which which is really good. Um, so if you know if there's any developers out there listening, these are free ideas from Alex Dominguez. Uh, Alex. Thank you for coming on to the podcast. Yeah, thanks, Eric. I always have fun with these. Yeah, we'll, we'll do more of them in, in the future. Uh, I hope you have a great 2023, Alex. And uh, as well. looking forward to more of your writing and your reporting, your journalism, and your photography. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Uh, if you're listening, I hope you also have a great 2023. And thank you for listening and thank you for supporting the Downey Patriot. Uh, this is the Livewire, a podcast by the Downey Patriot. Sponsored by Labrie. Thank you, Labrie, for making this podcast possible. Have a great day.